understand? Let's do it. To it. It's corked. Stats powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the Daily Fantasy app for free. They're going to match the first hundred bucks for free. If it's free, it's for me. Can you believe it is the last Friday show? The last Freaky Friday show. The fastest show in MLB. Absolutely anywhere with your host, the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple. Big Johnny Stud coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York. As always, we coming off the chair as always death taxes sun rising in the east setting in the west and a big dude up before the crack of dawn to bring you this bad boy there ain't nothing like it anywhere internet big corporation fios cable box included doing the things that we do me and you the core stats crew with the granular analysis breaking it down the nuance and the context and everything else going on around the world of baseball the three pillars of profit we're doing daily dfs jock market base props the whole kit and caboodle friday fantasy show we're going to do the drop zone that's been very effective i kind of mine all of the lineup cards for the past you know 14 days or so looking for healthy players that are no longer playing that we don't want to just skip over and start and then we got some bets we're gonna have a little bit of fun with these over 1.5 f5s today they are on DraftKings, fully available i'm telling you these books are crooked man crooked as heck you gotta go to mlb which makes sense then you have to look for innings and then after innings it's f5 and then totals it is so it is just absurd they don't want you seeing these things for a reason it's kind of how you know right here's a good lesson you're only taking flack when you're over the target when people are attacking you you're probably on to something all right enough of that we need more of this let's do it everybody we got the 826 stack attack we gonna run it back stay in the black yes we did manage to squeak out a profit yesterday that money line parlay at plus 144 will do it again hitting plus money odds is a good thing oh how's that for a lesson please rate review and subscribe to the audio only pod i'm gonna beg you for a youtube like in about three minutes once we put on this clinic who we got first it's the let's go Mets go they're going up against chad cool cat and those rocky roads 516 ERA 152, whip 827 OPS, all the attack metrics firmly in place, right? We're looking for over 47 ERA, over 14 whip, over 800 OPS. Cool. Checking all the boxes, pop the hood, not so good. The FIP, Sierra deserved ERA all north of five and a quarter, kind of validating that ERA, right? You always want to be careful with ERA. 16% K, too low, 10% walk too high. Let me know when you heard this song before. Single digit swinging strike and the below average chase rate leads us to that very high in zone contact rate. Remember, let the stats sing to you. We're only going to be here for a few more days. Allow the lessons that we kind of laid out here to stick with you. No one is going to care who wins this game in a couple days, maybe outside of a rabid Mets fan. The thing that matters are the lessons, the things that we're doing here. The application is at the center of it. I really like to think every single day we leave you with a feather stuck in the cap because those are the things that matter and if you're really sharp and apply them correctly you'll start to say hey a lot of these lessons apply in my real life not paying premiums being smart being sharp bucking the trend believing in yourself sticking to a stringent methodological process sorry to get too philosophical but again last friday show i'm gonna leave you with all the feathers you're gonna come out here looking like a big bird let's get back to cool cat remember where we have to get to that 
contact rate. We have to get to that hard hit rate, get to that bow rate. There are some analysts out there who are too quick to rush to the contact stats. Got to be careful. We got to get there first. If a pitcher gets a ton of swing and misses and wins a lot in the zone, but then allows a lot of barrels, that's different than the pitcher who can't get himself in the ideal situation and right? he doesn't get the swings and misses. All right, back to cool. 23 line drive, 43 hard hit, 9 barrel equals the 360 X Woba and more than one and a half home runs per nine. Again, remember with the mush ball back in effect, be careful with not only home run odds for those props we want to be looking for line drives hitters that keep the ball down the idea is the longer the ball is in the air the longer you know the mush has to take effect that is legit i know it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek but it is the truth look for guys with lower ideal launch angles I, what i'm getting at is when you start seeing those barrels that are up in the 30 degrees those are all going to be outs keep the ball down and it works in the inverse for pitchers lefties and righties both doing damage 271 minimum ba 495 minimum slug and eight ding dongs on the year the problem is the sinker he's force feeding it in 42 use 592 x slug and only 10 percent whiff that is a pretty poor pitch you gotta dial down that usage mr cool he's given up six home runs on that pitch 20 extra piece hits though remember no a lot of that is course driven because right that's a bad heaven but it's that line drive rate those matter remember line drive rate for bis be careful sticky year over year in season it's a very very good descriptor because it uses a subjective element let's get into the hitters we want brandon finding nimmo last 30 plate appearances against righties 81 contact 13 barrel love that right those are the things that check the boxes across the board we're looking for ba in every daily play we're looking for high iso for total base props and we're looking for plate appearances and ops for jock market DraftKings, FanDuel, and the like but nimmo right not just a contact guy that double digit barrel it matters 333 ba 238 iso 1071 OPS for Nimmo over to my boy Stalling Marty who let us down just a little bit yesterday but hat tip to my man joke out there who just put it perfectly on Twitter these betting base props is yes it's very frustrating you know because you put a guy on he gets a couple walks he gets on base a few times they're avoiding him because he's good maybe even scored a run I felt it with Marte I think with him it was Lindor you know, these are the breaks, but it is very frustrating. Yes, it is very, very frustrating. One of the things we might be walking to do is, the things I've been talking about is open up the portfolio, lower the risk, and look for combinations and allow it to open up. Again, yesterday, if you did the mix and match with our two players, which was Newt Bar and Marte, meaning, like I said, the 0.6 on the base hit prop, and then you started to mix and match home runs and total base stuff, Newt Bar hit a home run, right? So a lot of times, remember, the model doesn't know exactly. It's just you're hoping to hit that boop. That bloop. All right. Nimmo looking really good. We're going back to stalling Marte. Last 50 plate appearance against righty. 78 contact, 12 barrel. 348, 217, 953. Triple slash. Remember, that's our triple slash. BA, ISO, OPS. Because OPS counts walks. Walks will kill you for total base props, like I just said. So we always want to keep our eye on all the plates on the scale. And the 403X Woba in that span. Something, again, you really want to look for. The combination of EV and launch angle. Let's wrap it up with Mark Kanya. I know I recommended him yesterday. He sat, so he's playing today. Last 30 plate appearance against righty. This is cartoonish. 375, 417, 1292 with six extra base hits. He's going to be cheap for daily play. He's going to be cheap in jock market. We're absolutely going to rock Mark Kanya today. And then again, this is funny clip that the guy didn't play but i was talking about which is funny one of my favorite analysts was talking smack about using the granular pitch data which okay i mean we're gonna leave that alone maybe i don't think they're talking to me i like to think we do a better job of framing it than most but what did we say about pete alonzo yesterday don't worry about the last seven last 14 because he's in the smash spot this is the underpinnings that he thrives and alonzo hit a home run so 
this is what it is. Again, I'm not saying it was at me, but don't even people that you look up to. I think that's a lesson. Again, more feathers are sticking out everywhere. Even when someone that you really look up to puts down your own work, you can't just say, "All right, I'm going to shift." No, 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 no. If you believed in it, you dig your feet in the sand. Not to be stubborn, but you dig your feet in the sand because of the work that you've done. All right, let's get into the next stack. We're looking for the Washington Nationals. Yes, believe it or not, going up against Mike Miner. We love picking on him. 644, ERA 16, whip 906, OPS, the FIP, and deserve the ERA north of 6. Single digit K minus walk, 29 0 swing, 90 in Zocata, right? So again, there's that song that we sing, the disciplinary song. So sing me the song of Mike Miner not being able to find his own. But that's, what the, that's what's up. When you don't get swings and misses, you walk too many guys in relation to strikeouts, you end up behind in the count, and if you can't induce chasing, meaning you're not convincing enough around the edges, you end up in the zone. That's when you go to the zone contact rate, and if that number is at 90, you're not winning in the zone, then you can get to those delicious contact stats, and there are quite a few. 47 fly ball, 10 barrel, 5.5 blast equals what? You, the handsome walrus in the back. 2.3 home runs per 9, all the stuff we're looking for. It's been really bad, especially to righties, the vast majority of hitters have a 312 BA 989 OPS. They've hit 14 of the 18 home runs. His entire arsenal stinks. There's not a single pitch with a sub 475 expected slug. But of course, what's the culprit? You, Mr. Dane, one of our favorite supporters. I'm trying to work you people in as we get on the way out of here. Look, I even got some notes. Who do I mean to stream out? My dude J Rod always supporting the show. Kalo always supporting the show. Marv always supporting the show. Retweeting our stuff. The Walrus and Tug. We love you. We see you, man body i love you i see you all you guys thank you so much let's do it right now get down there press the like button because that is what got us to the four that's what got the show picked up for football i'm gonna miss you for baseball but we don't know where that's gonna be maybe we'll be doing it somewhere in some iteration not important press the like button because they matter more than it should let's get into Mike minor again with the fastball 42 use why is that such a problem? No, you can have a fastball at 42 use, not with 19 inches of vertical ride. That is one of the highest I've seen. Remember, we don't want it high. We want vertical ride down. Sometimes people even quote that incorrectly. We want it flat. We don't want it steep. The idea being that way you could throw it up in the zone. It won't sink the way a hitter expects it to. And right, being up in the zone is further away from the core of the bat. It will prevent contact and then there's also the deceptive element right you spend your entire life looking for fastballs to drop 14 to 15 inches and one that doesn't is going to fool you and the ones that dive too much sink into the heart of the zone so that's a problem with minor again nuance and context at the center of a lot of we do so one of my favorite plays today is joey manessis listen hat tip to us gold star on my big nose he's on all of our teams because he popped on the leaderboard we added him before i even knew who he was and now he's taken off he has killed lefties year to date this is straight up ridiculous 82 contact 21 barrel 21 blast 407 370 12 26 ops with three shamalama ding dongs a five 25 x woba and i just wrote fastball killer there wasn't a huge sample but the numbers are just ridiculous i use the word cartoonish but I, I absolutely mean it just ridiculous get with manessis today he has a chance to be the top player on the board then my man nelly cruz last 30 plate appearance against lefties he's woken up you woke up the you know sleeping dragon and giving him a terrible resolve last 30 plate appearance against lefties for nelly 13 barrel nine blast very good 370 ba 296 iso 10 86 ops with four extra base hits you can get with nelly today he's kind of been universally discarded by 
by the market with probably good reason. He's looking pretty bad. He's a little long in the tooth. But guess what? It's warm, and he's a good hitter. He put him up against bad pitchers. He's going to do his thing. And then we're going to finish up with Kybert Ruiz. I want to be very careful here. He's very good fastball hitter. 95 contact, 425 x Woba, but it kind of ends there outside of him hitting well the past couple days. I just like to circle catchers whenever they do pop. Although I do be looking down, I have Real Muto also. But Real Muto is very expensive, so maybe that's the okay also. Two options for your daily play. Real Muto, very hard to back in DraftKings, I've always found. As good as he is, that money I think you could spend more wisely and get a you know competitive score from your catcher. The reason why Jock Market is so awesome, please download that app. We are just killing it. Because you're not forced into that. You don't have to play a catcher if you don't want. But a guy like Ruiz could be like a $3.50 player. Now, I don't think he's going to return the $25 max share, but I do think with a double and a couple of runs, he could finish, you know, as a $6 player, which is not great if you paid $6.50, but it's very good if you paid $3.50. So again, why we're done so well at Jock Market, because it really, really matters how you use, you know, the application, not just the player names. You know, people often want an easy solution. Can I just run all these guys out here? Well, I would say the model probably thinks they're all going to get a base hit. So yeah, you could probably 19 parlay the base hits. Other than that, you have to start getting into the more detailed stuff. All right, let's do the last stack. It's the Fightin' Fills from Broad Street against Bryce Wilson, 574 ERA, 144 whip, 850 OPS, all the attack metrics in place to FIP and expected ERA north of 5.5, which we love, 15% K to 6% walk. Now, that's kind of interesting. This is actually a good thing. Now, this is, again, application, context, da 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 da, da. I know people hate hearing it, but it really doesn't matter. K minus walk is good, and I love it, but remember, K minus walk can be deceiving because it doesn't tell you where it lands, right, you can get a five different ways, 20 minus 15, 16 minus 10, 10 minus 5, right, so K-minus walk, awesome, this is the K-minus walk you're really looking for when it comes to base hit stuff, because the K-rate's very low at 15, but the walk rate's really low at 6, something you do have to look for when a lot of these trashy pitchers are just walking the yard and again that'll get you back to sending frustrated tweets because your guys up there maybe made some good contact foul the ball off and this guy can't find his own so we're looking for guys to find his own bryce finds his own he's just not good at winning in it the whiff rate below 18 chase rate below 29 in on contact rate over 89 that's like checking boxes across the board again the low walk rate is awesome gas cans with a low walk rate is everything to us get up against bryce wilson the line drive rate north of 22 the hard hit rate north the 43 is the 370 x woba nearly two home runs per nine so bryce wilson not any good we have a chance to just rocking this guy right off the bat lefties do would work 317 ba ops north of a thousand eight home runs though i did have to back it up righties have hit seven as well bryce wilson just not great but lefties really doing the work the problem is the fastball 18 inches of ride just ridiculous him and mine is the problem why they're so bad right so again I hope you're seeing as we go forward the way to reverse engineer a lot of this pitcher work, right? So it's, it's very easy. ERA is very high. It's very high. It's garbage. Not enough because you really want to be looking at how they're deploying these things and what gets them in trouble. So let's get into Wilson again, that 18-inch ride, 8-inch of horizontal run. The run is okay, but that amount of ride is really going to get you in trouble. The big problem here, he cannot locate the breaking stuff Either the curve and the change have an X slug north of 630 with nine total home runs. That is just ridiculous. So again, there's your answer, right? He he can't get chases with the breaking stuff. 
he's afraid to throw the fastball because of the vertical attack angle. So he ends up having to throw the breaking stuff in the zone. It fools nobody and ends up in the seats. So let's look at Kyle Schwarber, his last 70 plate appearance against righties. 51 hard hit, 23 barrel. 274, 242, 872 OPS. Those are a touch lower than generally we look for. However, he has nine home runs against off-speed stuff from righty. So we know Schwarber is very patient, which again, I know could sting you with the walks. Like I said, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but the fact that he bats first and we have the high implied team total, I think covers up. The, the, he's going to walk at least once today. You just have to know that, right? It's probably going to happen. But the first... Hung breaking pitch is going in the seats. I think Schwarber hits a ding dong today. Then give me JTR last 25 plate appearances against righties, 50 hard hit, 25 barrel, 13 blast. So again, not nothing. Be very careful with narratives, people. Ramuto, when he's on, when he's healthy and sticking it, he is really good. Those are no joke. 417 BA, 292 ISO, 1148 OPS, four doubles, and a 491 expected Woba in that span. He's been phenomenal. And then, oh boy, Bryson Stott, gold stars everywhere. He was on every 15-team league that I have. We picked up on that. We, you know, we went through the up and down. We were watching, we were tracking. He got sent down, he came back up, and now he's worked his way back into the lineup. He started lighting up the leaderboard. We picked up on it. Added him for cheap. He's been excellent. Bryson Stott, last 30 plate appearance against righties. 63 hard hit, 25 barrel, 421, 438, 1171 with a cycle. Uh, it was actually two doubles, right? So it was a single, two doubles, a triple, and a ding dong. The thing with Stott we got to look out for that I missed was he's batting third on JTR's off days. So Ramuto and I think Embalm were both off yesterday. And so Stott will hit third. So that's something, again, to keep in the front of your mind. As we're going forward, right, after the show kind of disconnects and goes off the air, this iteration, we're going to be bringing football like, whoa, wait till you see the stuff I got for you. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. It's going to be really, really good and different. I think that's what really matters. I've aimed to add value to the betting space like I try to do here. I think we've succeeded. Uh, again, Mail Media Net, awesome. Woohoo! <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, yo. Patty Mayo is the Mac Daddy, Mac Chilla up in here. Y'all love that dude. He is so, he is so freaking cool, man. He is so cool. All right, so that's a stack attack. Schwarber, Stott, Relmuto, the Phils, the Nats, Endos, Let's Goes, Mets Goes. The stack attack brought to you by Jock Market. Download the app because it's a lot of fun and we make money. And they're going to match 100 bucks, which is pretty good. I think maybe more than that. The match 100 bucks like enough to do some damage, which is great. And I think it actually could teach you a good lesson about learning how to deal in percentages. And I know it kind of turns people off. You know, you bet 20 bucks, you mean, you know, 10%, <laughs> which should be awesome. It's like two bucks, who cares? But that's what I mean. You have to disconnect from that, right? So that's probably one of the biggest reasons that a lot of betters fail. Here's another feather coming in, incoming feather alert. The expectations are ridiculous, you know. And until you can prove that you can make sustainable profit, you shouldn't be betting with big cash. But... You, you're not going to get a real profit unless you belt with big cash. You see how, like, the chicken and the egg thing happens. So put the cash to the side. Get the method down first. Get the process down first. Prove to yourself you could be profitable in a live betting market for 30, 60, 90 days, and then go live. And you'll see how many times you fail before you go live. You go, wow, Johnny, just saved me a ridiculous amount of cash. Although it's fake cash, but, hey, man, saving fake cash can be good, too. All right, let's do the fantasy end. Of course, it's... <laughs> It took me to the end of the season, literally, quite literally, the very last, like, two shows to figure out what to do on Fridays. Fridays are very difficult, right? We know we're not going to be here for two days. It's hard to add. Give recommend ads for Sunday. You know, we do the ad for people that do point league, home league stuff for Friday. But it changes again on Sunday. 
and playing time changes like this stuff we ordered and that kind of put the light bulb off for me so that's what we do when we call it the fantasy drop zone so i mined all three you know i don't even know what you call it last 21 playing time scorecards lineup cards i guess you'd call it and the door crosses three really wig it out someone has someone thrown a thing of bone man jeez um they threw me off man all right so i minded to look for hitters because i'm mean, not to be selfish but right i'm a player on the thing myself as an advanced player i'm really getting into high stakes nfpc this is my second year in it but it takes a lot of work you gotta be very good one of the failures i found i had was skipping past healthy players when setting my lineup because look how he's healthy you know so you don't see the red box you don't see the swiss army thing whatever um you know so you, there's no worry about health so you, it's easy to just gloss path especially like players that are okay so let's go through you're going to see exactly what i mean so for the dc draft champions players out there nfbc players setting stuff on fridays here's about nine or ten names or so players that just might be viable and again if you're playing draft champions if these 50 round leagues you don't get to add to them there's no waiver so you're stuck with what you drafted and that's when you end up with these guys like i love when people ask who's playing aaron hicks well if you drafted aaron hicks as you thought he might be the leadoff hitter for the yankees at some point which he was so you probably handicapped a good spot he just stunk you know and now you're might have been stuck with him not realizing that you know he's not playing really so drop aaron hicks drop Jaron Duran for Boston. They've worked him down the lineup, then out of the lineup. Kike Hernandez is back. And Duran's just not clicking. Doesn't mean he's gone for good. It's just not good, and we're running out of time. we got to catch up where we haven't. My boy G-Man Choi, he was really murdered. I liked him because in a league where you get to set lineups more than once, a guy like him can be in a very great spot against all righties, right? Against He's, he's left-handed, batting third, going to crush right-handed pitching. So you get him in these really good spots sometimes. He's just been bad, and now he's losing playing time on the way out. Forget G-Man Choi. I have my boy Santiago Espinal, who I loved for Toronto. He was a huge hit for us in those same kind of draft champions formats. But now with, with Merrifield acquisition and Biggio now is starting to play, Espinal has sit three of the last six games. So, you know, that's all you need to know. Once you're starting to sit half the games in a week, that's the red flag. I don't think you drop Espinal yet, but he certainly is on the watch list. Marcel Ozuna for the Braves is a drop. He's kind of scum, and he's not playing. They brought him in. Forget this guy. Get rid of him. Rafael Ortega, another guy that I had on my list. You know, he was leading off towards the end of the year for the Cubs. He finished very strong. I thought maybe to at least get some platoon love, maybe take a step forward. No, he showed some glimpses, but now he's pretty much fully replaced. Replace Rafael Ortega to my dude, Connor Joe. These are all guys that this one recommendation list for late pops for playing time. And a lot of them got an opportunity. They weren't any good. But I think that probably makes some good candidates for next year, right? You're not going to pay premiums for these guys. But drafters tend to look at him and, oh, he stunk. Connor Joe is probably going to get another run next year. So Connor Joe for Colorado, forget him. Trace Thompson for the Dodgers. Forget him. He was another... First of all, the Dodgers just kind of manufactured these young kids. He started playing every day. He started crushing every day. He even hit home runs on some quality hitters. Pitchers, I'm sure, I should say. And he found a bench, and he's out. You know, the Dodgers are very deep with um, guys coming back. And then the big surprise for me was... This is not a drop, but this is a really must-watch. Dylan Carlson, who I love for the Cardinals, has sat the last three games. So that's a worry. you got to keep it on. You can't just run him out blindly, right? Name value of Dylan Carlson. Well, that's not the case anymore. He's been kind of replaced. Lars Newtbar is the guy in red right now. So there you go. Duran, Hicks, Choi, Espinal, Ozuna, Ortega, Joe, Trace Thompson, and Dylan Carlson all found their way onto the fantasy drop zone list. Okay, that is two of three pillars of profit. My boy Meatloaf would say two out of three. Two out of three in bed.
Let's do some bets, man. Let's try and make some money. What do you say? Uh, let's see. We've actually been profitable like a couple days in a row. We smashed a big parlay the other night. I'm just not. I'm done tweeting emojis. I'm tired. <laughs> I've done some losing. It didn't feel right. You know, right? Like, what kind of sucker would do that? I'm just not that tight. Maybe maybe that was uh, the universe calling to me to stop doing that stuff. I try not to make it braggadocious, but, you know, it's, it's fun. People are into it. You know, you get interaction. And, again, it's advertising and stuff. But I guess people, I don't know. It seems funny. Uh, people seem to dig my work, win, lose, or draw. I think... They kind of understand all the work that goes into it. And again, another hat tip to Patty Mayo. You want to thank him for all the tools that he brought us. Once the show goes, so do the tools. Sorry, Charlie. Dems is the breaks. But because of Pat Mayo, we are going to finish strong. Implied team total, starting pitcher ranks. The daily pitcher sheet comes out. I run the algo, score the games. We grade the players. We give you all the jock market hits. I mean, everything you could ask for. And the bag of Cheetos. All right, let's get up into it and make some mass money. All right, I got a base hit parlay right off the bat. These have not been good. I think the last... Oh, no, no. We hit two nights ago. We missed last night. This one uh, almost ended up on the cutting room floor. The, the, pro, the price is nosediving. Like, I literally set this at plus 100. By the time I was done, it was at minus 112. So I anticipated a minus 115 incoming. Once it gets to minus 120, I don't think I'm looking to do this. In fact, if you don't want to pay the minus 115, if you're a cheapskate like me, I understand as well. Or if you want to go back to the beginning and make the just run, try and run the board on base hits, go for it. It's Friday. Who cares? You know, as long as you bet a little bit, remember, risk always at the center of it. Anything can work inside of a plan, providing it's strictly regimented. You should never, ever, ever be betting more than 0.10 of a unit on a parlay. You should never be betting anything more than 0.05 of a unit on a more than three or four leg parlay. Let's say more than four leg, right? These kind of lotto tickets that people love. But I get it. It'd be fun. I run the model. Sometimes I'm curious how it does. And, you know, you run the board. You want... You want to pay. But anyway, the base hit parlay, we laid the ball out. Keeping Brandon Nimmo is going to be leading off 333 BA, 1071 OPS list, 30 plate appearance against righties. The contact rate up over 80, double digit barrel rate. So it's not just nothing. Give me Nimmo, finding Nimmo, leading off. He should get a base hit to lead off the game against Chad Cool. Pair it up with my boy JTR, who we mentioned, just killing righties last 25 plate appearances, 417 batting average, 25 barrel, 13 blast. That was good for a 491 expected. Well, he's going to be hitting in the top of the lineup, and they have an implied team total via my algo up over five and a half, which is when you start to go at it. So it's going to be Nimmo and Realmuto, two first inning singles, hopefully, to cash this one for us. Then next up, I had to go with my boy Joey Manessis. Usually my total base props are in the plus. This one, again, the books are kind of on to us. Manessis just gaudy, ridiculous, cartoonish numbers against lefties on the year. 82 contact, 21 barrel, all of those a blast. 407 BA, 1226 OPS, a 525 expected wall by, and he just crushes fastballs. Remember, minor forcing that in 42% use with a 19-inch horizontal uh, vertical ride. I'm sorry. His fastball is a trash ball. Manessis, gonna yoke him. Might even go yard today. Give me a whole bunch of Manessis. He's my top play on jock market today as well. And then I'm gonna wrap it up with, I know we're getting fun if you, if you, if you, See me pairing three things. You know, I'm getting ready to go off the rails. Well, it's the last Friday show. Let's have a little bit of fun. Well, if you see, I did star it for the more serious players. What am I talking about? We got an F5 team total over 1.5 parlay. I've got the Braves. I've got the Tigers. And I've got the Pirates. That's a plus 476 if you're feeling antsy in the pantsy. Or probably more responsibly would be a round robin. Again, people often ask about round robins. Make sure you do the math first. Round robins only work 
in these price ranges. So it's actually very funny. This is something we've picked up. Hat tip to the listener that uh, told me to like, dude, he's like, you run an F5 model. Why don't you run the team total F5s? And I was like, dur, dur, I don't know. I actually thought maybe it was too niche. But once it's on DraftKings, I consider it ubiquitous. What am I getting at? You want to make sure, so round robin, let's just stop real quick and do another lesson. Again, feathers in the cap sticking out like crazy today. Around robin, people. Three legs, three bets, all unique. A plus B, B plus C, A plus C. The idea being, if each combination of that pays off more than plus 200, then you can profit on two of three. That doesn't work with really long odds. I'm very weary of people, be weary of handicappers, suggesting round robins, which are a good idea, but only providing the mathematics work out. You don't want to put yourself in a situation, this happens, I'm dead serious, where you play a round robin, you hit two of three, but it's still a losing venture. That's not smart. That's not a smart idea. You know, and I generally don't do that. I generally don't tell people you're right, I'm right, you're wrong. We all just do things differently. There are a hundred and one ways to skin a cat without scratching his butthole, as my grandfather used to say. But just be careful of that. So these hit work because they're generally at minus 130, minus 140, which I don't like to pay that kind of juice, which is why they pair up so well, putting you over the 200, which is what makes the round robin viable. But I didn't want to have to explain all that. I figured I could do it with the motor mouth. So give me the Braves, the Tigers, and the Pirates. Now, all of these ring on the F5 model. If you're curious, you can check it out every day. It's free. Again, thank you, Patrick Murdoch Mayo, the man behind the madness. I put it on Patreon. Don't worry, it's not Patreon. It's free Patreon for you and Mitron, just so you can kind of catch all my work without all the yimmy yammer. I get it, it can be annoying. Trust me, I know. I am very, I am extremely self-aware. Trust me, I do not think I'm quiet and not annoying sometimes. But that's kind of how I do my thing. You go check it out on Patreon at MLB Moving Averages as well. And again, it's all free. Check it out. Use it up against your work. But I do run the F5 model, and when I get a ring at 0.85 or more, meaning I'm over, you know, meaning if it's 1.5, I'm at 2.35 projection or more. I want to be over that two and a quarter mark. Cleared it, which we do. So we've got Braves, we've got Tigers, we've got Pirates. Let's try and do it really quick. Okay, first we have Braves. Braves are going up against Jose Quintana, who is pretty good. Right? No question. He's given up two on runs each of his last three. But the thing that I had here, Atlanta just absolutely kills left-handed pitching. I mean, they're one of the better, if not the best, left-handed hitting team. Yeah, Team 344 Woba. I mean, you have to understand, that like implies more than five runs. There's no way to get to 344 Woba without implying five runs, at least. So I think this is a bit of a misprice. Again, this is where books are kind of stuck. They don't want to go to two and a half because Quintana's good. They should be going to two, but they don't want to force the push. So they're just going with the with the juice at 1.5. So we're going to juke them there and parlay it. You understand how, again, we work our way into hopefully a sustainable situation. Right, so give me the Braves to get the Quintana for two. Again, asking for very, very little. I, I almost feel like you don't have to really handicap these things too much. Then we got the Tigers going up against Glenn Otto. I, I, he's, he's just not very good. I think this one is the Tigers' offense, really, the culprit. Otto's given up two earned runs or more in 11 of his last 13. Yes, it was the last two he didn't give him up. The opposite of buying the dip is selling the rip. We want to go after this guy. The Tigers still are an offense. I know they hardly, hardly represent one, but they are, in fact, 
in offense. You know, they did score 15 runs this week, which is just terrible. But I do think they'll get two through five off Otto. Again, it sounds, you know, I don't mean to joke about it, but it, it, the, these are, these are, these lines are giving books headaches, man. That's why they're pulling them. They don't want to put them out. And they, they, often messing around and a lot of places won't offer it DraftKings being a bit kind of daring and then give me the Pirates you know we'd love to bet on the Bucks, man I absolutely love to bet on the Pirates which is probably like the most famous last words that you can have what do we got the Pirates up against Bailey Falter again he's okay he's just not that good he's given up two earned runs or more in six of his last seven outings again two earned runs is a very kind of normal outcome and it's not at all indicative of a pitcher that's bad. The problem, again, the Pittsburgh offense is just disgusting. I didn't want to have to pay juice for any one of these. I may round Robin to try and get a profit on two or three. If not, I'll be involved with all three. And if we hit them all, I'm going to do my best to not put any emojis. All right, we're... <laughs> We're over it. Let's just do it real quick because I know I go on way too long. Breaking news, I talk too much. Base hit parlay, minus 115. It's Nimmo plus Real Muto. If you are interested, you have to do it now. The price is probably 121 already. It's just nose diving. And the second we hit the market, forget about it, man. We have been shifting lines like crazy. Especially because, you know what it is? It's not just me. Remember, I'm your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. Smart people watch this show, put it out to other people. and We've kind of created the culture here. So then give me Joey Manessis over one and a half total bases at minus 105. And then the F5 team total that we did in 7 million words or less. Braves, Tigers, and Pirates are all scoring two runs through five. Okay. Doesn't seem like a lot. And that will do it for the very last Friday show. I can't believe it. You're going to miss me when I'm gone. Man, you are going to miss me when I'm gone because I'm going to miss you when I'm gone. Hat tip to my man, Baines. I know every day, sure as the sun rises, my dude is up in the comments commenting and appreciating us. And we see you people. And it was you that got this show picked up. So I owe you an even though that's the case, I'm going to ask you for a like anyway. Please press the cartoon thumb, rate, review, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. The two biggest thanks that you can give us is the five-star review or the promo code MMN downloading Jock Walker, right? They see that. We put up that stat and people want to get with us. So, you know, anything you can do, if it's free, it's for me. I don't just say it. I live it. That will do it, everybody. Enjoy the games. There's a lot of them. Enjoy your day. And when we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. Follow me up on Twitter, MLB Moving ABG. Make sure to tag Patty Mayo. Enjoy the weekend. Last Friday show, only three left. Wow. Peace. <laughs>